Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Chris Barsby's with us again. Good morning, Chris. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. All right, our first guest is Belinda McCarthy. There's a lot of questions for Belinda this morning. Yeah, absolutely. News came through late last week, Steve, that Cobbity Equine Farm is expanding. Of course, they've got that big setup in Sydney, southwest of Sydney, a host of stallions standing at the farm down there. But they're spreading their wings this upcoming breeding season, and it's going to venture into Queensland now. So to talk more about this, Belinda McCarthy joins us. Belinda, good morning. Really appreciate the time. Good morning, Chris and Steve. Um, you're welcome. How are you going? really well this is exciting news you're going to have representation stallion standing in queensland this upcoming season and we're talking about a very special stallion to kick off proceedings yes we tried to come up last year it was our initial plan and then just with COVID and Qantas couldn't guarantee flights to um, ship their semen around so we um, we came back to Sydney. Um, we spilling it on, and then um, this year, we, you know, all systems are go, and um, we decided to to you know make the decision, and um, we just yeah released that he'll be standing this season up up at our start at Queensland. Okay, so bling it on to stand in Queensland this coming season. It's fair to say he's everyone's favourite, isn't he? Bling it on. Oh, he's been a superstar from a young horse. Uh, right up until he retired and, um, you know, Queensland, he, he got some great wins in Queensland and um, he's been a bit of a favourite up there. So we thought, you know, it's nice to take him back and um, just with your Q-Bread scheme that's, that's up there now, the bonuses of 21,500 and, you know, talk that they could go up, um, you know, for our breeders. A, a lot of people have been saying to us, you know, we'd like to get something in the Q-Bread market and um, we thought, you know, he's just a, a beautiful horse that's, um, you know, doing going great guns so far so we thought well he's the perfect um, one to start the campaign up there so in the end it was an easy decision to make it bling it on to, to stand for for Cobbity equine in queensland Yes, so the owners were, as I said, we're all a little bit disappointed when we couldn't do it last year and um, we did contemplate sending for a reason as well. Uh, he was the New South Wales sire of the year last year um, and with some new incentives that have, um, that Harness Racing New South Wales have, um, you know, just released for mares based in New South Wales as well, we thought um, we'll keep for a reason here um, for this season and then said bling it on. But, you know, we're hoping it all goes well and um, the plan is to be able to rotate um, horses from from New South Wales to Queensland and, you know, give our, as I said, give our breeders more options. Okay, so those that don't remember Bling It On on the racetrack, uh, you'd be living under a rock because he earned just under $2 million, uh, 18-time group winner, six-time group one winner. He's a half-brother to a Miracle Mile winner in Baby Bling, and he's got records everywhere. So his deeds on the racetrack, well exploited, winning in Melbourne, Sydney, and in Brisbane, as Belinda just outlined, and that pedigree that he possesses, Belinda, is just mouth-watering. Oh, as I said, he's, you know, his, his pedigree, his race record, his temperament, uh, he ticks all boxes. Uh, you know, he's the richest son of American Ideal on the fastest Australian bred son. So, um, you know, he's, he's definitely one for the breeders. And, um, you know, he's done such a great job already. He's already, from his debut crop, uh, got a Group 1 uh, winner in uh, Madrid um, who continues to do a, a fantastic job. So um, all the breeders are saying that they're wonderful horses to work with. They, they break in really well and... 
um, you know, his first, his debut crop have spoke for themselves. So he got a full book last year, 144 mares we served. So um, we're hoping that he'll do the same this year. Okay. Has, has he surprised in any way, shape or form with what he's been able to do at start? As you said, a group one side from his debut crop, all the big stables seem to have a blinger on in their care right now. So he's very popular. Oh, he definitely is. And, you know, that's one thing that, um, you know, you'll hear breeders um, talk about, you know, how they break in, their mannerisms, um, you know, the way they handle themselves and bling it on himself, um, you know, has always been a pleasure to deal with. And as a stallion, he's he's amazing and he's very intelligent and his um, progeny seem to be, you know, his traits seem to be passing on to them. So, um, you know, I, I actually haven't heard of, you know, one negative comment, which um, is pretty rare. Yeah, absolutely. Has a service fee been set? Yes, yeah, so he will be 3000 plus GST. Um, obviously, we'll be doing discounts for multiple um, multiple bookings um, to bling it on and any of our other stallions that will be standing in New South Wales as well. Okay, so Comedy Equine Farm based in Sydney, but as far as the Brisbane operation is concerned, you've got that property south of Brisbane at Stockley. Is that where the setup is going to be? Yes, uh, so that's where we obviously go and campaign. Um, where Luke and I used to live up there, so um, yeah, we're setting that up for the stallions now. And as I said, um, you know, this year it'll be just a trial to see how we do go, and if it's as successful as we hope, um, you know, it'll be a little bit more of a permanent base up there. And as I said, we'd like to expand. I'm still trying to look for another stallion um, to send up there this year, but at the moment it is just bling it on. And as I said, hopefully in the next years to come, the whole idea is to be able to um, have stallions in New South Wales and and Queensland and rotate and um, give the breeders some options. Excellent. As far as the, the Q-bred Futurity Scheme is concerned, you, you touched on it just moments ago, but it, it seems to be getting bigger and better each year, doesn't it? Oh, it is. And, you know, it's something that a lot of breeders, they ring up and, you know, you're trying to get the most out of your progeny, whether you're breeding to um, keep and race them yourself or to sell. Um, and, you know, Queensland's got the uh, 90% obviously stays with the owner and then 10% of the breeder bonus uh, of the bonus goes to the breeder. So uh, whether you are just breeding to sell, you've still got your options. And a lot of people are looking for that um, Q-bred market. You know, even trainers like Emma and Clayton, um, Tonkin and Stewart in, in Victoria, you know, they're wanting to come to Queensland more now and buy at the sales. And, you know, it's just, it's just um, you know, leaps and bounds ahead of any other um, bonus scheme. So I think everyone wants to be a part of it. Okay, well, there you have it, folks. Bling It On will be based in Brisbane later this year for the upcoming stud season. One other stallion that we've got to ask about, recently retired champion, King of Swing. Has a service fee be set, uh, been set yet for King of Swing? Uh, it'll be announced next week. So, um, we've, okay. you know, we've talked to a lot of breeders and asked, um, you know, we're always looking to get um, breeder feedback and um, and I think he's, he's going to be set at a, a really good, realistic price. So um, that'll be announced next week. Is he enjoying retirement? He certainly is. He certainly is. No, he looks a million dollars and, um, you know, really excited to have him in the breeding barn um, this season. Has the phone been ring, uh, ringing hot? It certainly has. You know, he's um, he's definitely going to get a full book and um, and we're expanding again so that we can service the New Zealand market with chilled semen this year as well. So the New Zealand breeders will be able to um, have access to him and um, more than likely Mick Wicket and um, Cat Midnight as well. Linda, when you say a full book with thoroughbreds, you know, around 200, 220, is that, will that be the case with King of Swing? 
So we've got a limited book now in Australia and it's 150, including free returns. So um, he'll, he'll be able to service 150 in Australia and New Zealand's an open book. All right. One other stallion that you've got on the roster, he's a, a fan favourite, just like bling it on, because we saw him race uh, in particular in Queensland where he had great success for a reason. He just keeps doing the job. His success in the last couple of weeks, whether it be in New South Wales or Queensland, the winners just keep flying for this guy for a reason. He's been remarkable. Oh, he's he's a fantastic horse. He's he's a bread and butter uh, type horse, but he still gets his, his group winners as well. And um, I might be a little bit biased, but you know I still think he's one of the best valued sires that you can get. He's a leading son of Art Major, and as you say, the winners just keep um, popping up every day. We look at the results, and um, and in Queensland, he's been having a lot of success too. So as we said, he might come up next year. Um, we'll just we'll just see how we go. But um, but no, he's been a brilliant um, stallion to us, and um, you know he he's the one that really kick the ball off him and bling it on. So, um, you know, if it wasn't for, for him um, and bling it on, we would never have been, you know, in the spot we are now with the Stallions. Well, you've got very strong ties to Queensland. We're, we're only, you know, moments away from the Tab Constellations. It's getting closer and closer. One of our key events during the carnival is the Fleur de Lille, the, uh, the race for the mares. Would I be right in saying that Comedy Equine is going to be the new sponsor of this race? Yes, we are, and we're very excited to um, to be putting our naming rights to um, to her race. She's been a lovely mare to us. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll uh, hear more about that in time to come. The, the, the horses are starting to arrive, just looking at the fields for this weekend. Uh, you've got some strong representation here at uh, Albion Park on Saturday night, so things are starting to, uh, you know, get serious now, and it's, it's exciting to see you guys up here. Yeah, no, um, the Luke's, um, Luke will take the first team up and he's very excited to be going. But I have reminded him that the weather forecast has been what it's been down here, so he better pack his gumboots. I don't know how much sunshine there is up there. Yeah, well, there's a little bit today, but uh, I think we've had three days in the month of May where we've had sunshine, the rest it's been raining. But knowing Luke, he'll be the one that changes the weather up here, so uh, he's got that stroke of uh, genius about him. Uh, <laughs> one of the key runners for you guys on the weekend is, is Jillaby Kung Fu, who's, who's out of retirement. You've been standing him, so uh, any expectations here on the weekend? Oh, he's a lovely horse. Um, we've, I'm, I'm hoping that we can um, do a bling it on with Jillaby and, and bring him back. Um, so um, we just had him obviously in the breeding barn last season and we his leg looked great and he looked great. And we just said to Marg Lee, would you mind if we just slowly put him back into work? So, um, so he's been a work in progress and we've taken our time with him. But um, look, we're really happy with him and his work at home has been fantastic. So um, we found a nice race for him. We'd um, picked it out a few weeks ago and, um, and yeah, we're, we're expecting a good run from him. You, you couldn't have found a better race for him. He is throwing him. <laughs> yes, no, he's, um, well, as I said, we picked it out and we hope we hope that it stood up and it has. And, um, yeah, we we're, we're just we expect a nice run for him. So um, it'll be, it'd be a bit nervous to sit back on the sidelines and watch him, but he's a lovely horse and his work's been great. Okay, you've got Caviar Star stepping out for the first time as well this weekend. Max Shard, they go around the stand. And one of the other key runners for the stable is Mr Ibiza, who goes around in a very strong three-year-old race. Is, is he looking at the, the Queensland Derby throughout the Tab Constellations? Yes, he is. Yeah, he's a he's a lovely horse. We've um, had him for about a month now. From um, John Kurt known to me in New Zealand, and um, he's you know New Zealand forms amazing. So um, we've got um, high hopes for him as well.
All right. A couple of others just quickly. Uh, Spirit of St. Louis, uh, he's taken all before him uh, this year. He's been remarkable. He's getting set for Queensland. And Cover Girl, are they, are they close? Yes, they are. So um, they'll both head up this week as well. And um, Lewis needs a, a couple of trials under his belt. But um, the mayor cover girl, she's ready to ready to go around uh, maybe next week. All right. Excellent stuff. Belinda, really appreciate the time. Looking forward to seeing you in the coming weeks throughout the carnival. But uh, really appreciate you giving us the exciting news that Bling It On is going to be standing here in Queensland under the, uh, the umbrella of Cobbity Equine, now with that Brisbane base. So it's going to be really exciting. No, it is. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. Fourth and they get away from the others. 27-6 the third quarter. And the leader, Cash and Flow. Here comes Bling It On with a run. San Carlo. Colt 31's awaiting the Garrard sprint lane. Into the straight, though. The leader, Cash and Flow. Bling It On looming up on the outside. And Bling It On hit the lead. Cruz Bromac running on. But it's Bling It On from Colt 31. And Bling It On. The comeback boy's done it. Bling It On first. Mobile Rolling on Radio Tab. Still plenty of news, Chris. Yeah, we're about to go to Victoria now because we're going to touch base with Michelle Phillips. She's driving tonight at Mildura, making a long trip from where she's based in Victoria up to Mildura. But I wanted to talk to Michelle about the possibility of seeing Michelle during the upcoming Tab Constellation. She, she joins us on now uh, online now. Michelle, appreciate the time. No worries. Thank you for having me on. Is there a possibility that you're going to be competing during our upcoming carnival? Uh, yes, there is every possibility, providing everything goes right with the horses. Okay, so the two horses in question, Seb's Choice and LB2 Chains. Yes, they, uh, they hope to make the trip up uh, with our free-for-all horse. Uh, it's back in the day as well. Okay, so exciting news. You haven't driven in Queensland previously, have you? No, I haven't. So it'll definitely be a first-time experience and one that I look forward to. Well, you're in terrific form. There's no doubt about it. Both Seb's Choice LB2 chains, both last start winners at Melton. I wanted to ask about Seb's Choice. He's a last start feature race when it took out the Group 2 APG four-year-old Consolation. He's a pretty serious horse, this guy, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's definitely come through this preparation and as a four-year-old. And we've had every... Um, every thought that he'll, he'll become a better horse as he matures and um, gets on in age. And, yeah, his four-year-old season now, he's definitely stepped up to the plate and just showing us what, what we thought. So, yeah. He couldn't um, have been any more impressive when he won that feature last time out. No, he was in his uh, top peaks performance and it was unfortunate about Beats Music. It would have been a very interesting uh, contest in that race. But... Uh, yeah, no, he, he did it his own way and, yeah, showed how, how good he is. Okay, so he went 53-7 winning that feature. He beat Albie two chains by 19 metres. Were you surprised that Sebs was able to beat Albie by that bigger margin? Uh, not really. I was more confident in Sebby based on how many starts race performance he had. And um, Albie, I knew he would have needed a couple of runs underneath his belt, so... Um, once Seb's in the lead, he's pretty hard to run down. So I was pretty confident and, yeah. Okay. He's a four-year-old, a son of the boom sire, Better's Delight. 11 wins from 24 starts. So the obvious target, I'm assuming, with uh, Seb's choice is going to be the rising sun, but a race worth 
three hundred thousand dollars. Is that the uh, the big goal for Seb's choice? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. Will Albie, uh, you know, get his opportunity to have a, a crack at that race as well? Uh, we hope so. Uh, we'd ideally we'd like both of them to be in the race, but um, and if it could happen, they're both they're both set for the same races um, on the way to and in Queensland, so they'll both get both equal chances. Okay. If they both line up in that feature, is it an easy choice for you, or will it depend on barrier draws? No, it's an easy choice for me. I'll stick with Seb's choice. Okay, all right. So he's a bit of a favourite, Seb's choice. Just looking through his form, he won the Warrigal Cup three runs ago, and that was a special moment for you because you've got a lot of family in that area. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, I do. So I grew up in that area. I learned how to drive in uh, in Warrigal um, harness, and, yeah, it was a good achievement to be able to win the Warrigal Cup on my home turf and... On one of my favourite horses, um, yeah, it's something that <laughs> I still watch the replays uh, at least once a week of, of that win. So, yeah. yeah. Great stuff, great stuff. And, and you've been with some really good stables in your, in your time in harness racing as well. You had a stint with Gary and Debbie, uh, Debbie Quinlan. You also had a stint with the All-Stars operation over in New Zealand. Yeah, I was very fortunate that um, Debbie and Gary Quinlan, they actually kick-started my career in giving me a job um, as a stable hand and they pursued me to um, take their job as an intern for Harness Racing Victoria and the community Gippsland College. Um, and, the, yeah, then I was benefited to, to go and visit several stables and obviously do a stint in New Zealand with Mark and Natalie and that was a highlight of my career. And then to come back to Victoria and them to ask me to help them out for Miracle Mile and the Hunter Cup and Victoria Cup when Boulder and Lazarus and the old old, old ones were running. And, yeah, that was definitely a, something that I still think about to this day when people ask me where I've been and who I've, who I've worked with and such. So, yeah, good experience. Yeah, that's fantastic. What were some of the better horses that you were able to do some work with over there in New Zealand? Um, one of my favourite ones was obviously Lazarus. Um, I drove. I was fortunate enough to uh, be with Smolder when he won the Perth Inter Dominion. Um, so I think it was Ultimate Machete, Vincent, Dream About Me, Have Faith in Me, all those, all those ones. <laughs> <laughs> the list goes on. So you were right there at the right time, uh, working with all of those horses. So. Great stuff. Over 100 wins against your name already, and uh, obviously you're keen to just keep building on those numbers. Uh, yes, I am. I think I'm two or three away from my 200 career win. Um, so hopefully we'll see how we go tonight. I've got a good few chances, so that, that'll be another, another achievement. So, yeah, just see how we go. Excellent. 12 races at Mildura. So are you based in the Melton area right now? Like, that's where you're based? Uh, Yes, I am. How long does it take you to get to Mildura? Um, it's roughly five hours and 45 minutes. That's one way. That's one way. So um, I go up with a carload of other drivers, so Geordie Leadham, Ryan Sanderson, James Herbertson, uh, Sam Barker. Um, and, yeah, we virtually we pick them up along the way and we cut... Uh, swap over when we need to, get there, drive in the races and 
virtually load up the car and carts again and turn around and come home. So it's a long 24 hours. We won't get back till probably about 4.30 tomorrow morning and get a couple of hours sleep before we got to get up and work horses again and go to the races. So it's yeah. a long process. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's dedication and that's strong commitment, no doubt about it. Well, hopefully there is plenty of winners for you at that meeting tonight at Mildura, and hopefully we'll get to see you competing up here during our carnival. It's not all that far away. Seb's choice, LB2 chains, both aiming towards the rising sun. Really appreciate the time today, and good luck, safe travels. No worries. Thank you very much. There's Michelle Phillips joining us, Steve. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see both of those horses, and it's back in the day coming up as well as Michelle just outlined. We need to find a winner for today's 10-race program at Albion Park. Our man each and every Tuesday is Racetrack Ralphie, and he's online with us now. Ralphie, good morning. Yeah, morning, Chris. Where do we find your best bet today? Uh, I think we'll go to race four and number one, Talk Like Motion. Um, she, this filly, she's got a fantastic pedigree. Um, she's the daughter of the Group 1 winning mare in Talk in Motion. And she's in the very good Wayne Graham stables. Uh, she took good improvement from her first start uh, to win second up. And sectionally, um, she was very good. Today, she draws the inside gate. And uh, Shane Graham, well, he'll have plenty of options. And it looks like there's a lot of improvement left to come in this one. Um, there's also plenty of first starters in the field. But I tell you, they'd have to be uh, pretty sharp to beat her today. So we're going to go uh, race four, number one, talk like motion. Okay, so race four, number one, talk like motion. That's the final leg of the early quarter, so we can stand her out. Uh, we just spoke with Belinda McCarthy just moments ago, just looking ahead to Saturday night. Uh, 11 races Saturday night. That That is an awesome program, and there is plenty of star power on display. Yeah, we've had um, we've had some horses up from the Bernie Hewitt and and Ricky Elton stables, but they're virtually satellites, satellite stables for them up here now. But with the McCarthy's in town, you know the carnival's on the way. Yeah, absolutely. And we've got the trot rods tomorrow night. Will you be tuning into some of that action tomorrow night? Yeah, very interested in that one, Chris. And I was just trying to find, I'm not sure if um, the tab's going to run a driver challenge. If That'd be interesting if they were. I think they are. I think there is some talk that there's going to be some special markets and they'll obviously be released tomorrow. Oh, fantastic. That'll be good. Yeah, absolutely. We look forward to that. Ten races tomorrow night and they're all trot rod races, so there's plenty to look forward to. Ralphie, appreciate the time this morning. Race four, number one, talk like motion. That's your best bet. We'll chat again next week. Yep, see you on track, Chris. There's Racetrack Ralphie joining us. So that's his best bet, race four, number one. Steve, just quickly, I mentioned last Friday when we were chatting with Jared Daffy, Majestuoso, Andy Gath was, you know, talking about uh, bringing that star trotter up. Well, it's been confirmed and uh, it looks like he's definitely headed our way. So that's, that's a big plus for the carnival. Brent Lilly also looking at bringing up a number of quality trotters. Uh, Kai Valley Chief, Kai Valley Hotspur, they were the two horses that he outlined that uh, are possibilities of coming up to Queensland. Matty Craven's going to be heading up very shortly. He's got Credit Master, a proven Group 1 winner, a trotter, headed this way. So those trotting features are going to be very exciting. Lockhart Shard, uh, recently purchased by clients of Matty Craven from the All-Stars operation. He's only a three-year-old. He'll be headed our way as well. So he'll be looking at all of the Derby features. And speaking of the All-Stars operation, I did touch base with uh, Mark Purden this morning, and he outlined that 
Uh, after Friday night's Auckland Cup meeting, many of his stars are going to the paddock. So connections were keen to give them a break mid-year, and then they're obviously going to uh, aim at some of the features later in the year, including the New Zealand Cup. So that's the, the plan for self-assured and a few others. So unfortunately, we won't be seeing Mark Purden, his son Nathan Purden, is likely to come up because he had that star Philly uh, resume on Saturday night at Melton. She was absolutely awesome. Amore Vita, so she's on target for the Queensland Oaks. So it looks like we're going to have really strong representation across all forms of the carnival. One horse, just nothing to do with Queensland, but I just wanted to make mention, he's gone amiss. You're so fine. This is the three-year-old, the son of always be Mickey for Gary Hall over in the West. He's unfortunately succumbed to an injury. It's a tendon injury. So it looks like he's going to be out of action for the rest of the year, which is disappointing. Not that he was being considered for Queensland, but it's just disappointing when we lose such a, a talent like that. But that's all the news for this Tuesday, and we'll have plenty more tomorrow.